Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. you welcome to sacrilegious discourse i'm husband i'm wife and together we're reading the bible starting with genesis and eventually ending with revelations we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents or shekels yeah those (laughs) we're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense we aren't academics or scholars nope in fact when it comes to religion we really don't know anything at all what we've learned so far is that god's a dick Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. 
What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Hey, it is Q&A Tuesday. Hi, wife. I know. Hi. What? Husband. Husband. Hi. Hi. You broke up like the whole no, beginning. No, I do. Intro. Husband on on the regular ones. I don't do that on the Q&A you ones. Don't? No. Are you sure? Yeah. I I'm going to go back and listen to some because okay. I think you're wrong. Sometimes I might be like, hey, husband, but I never just go, husband. Okay. Well, whatever. And then Here I go, we are. I go, it's Tuesday, Q&A. It is. Yeah. yeah. It is Tuesday, Q&A. I know. I know. Yep. Yep. So, so what are we doing? Well, um, we are doing a Q&A over Numbers, chapters 14 and 15. Okay. And um, the topic I would like to discuss, have you heard of the term um, vertical retribution? I have not heard of the term vertical retribution. I'm going to tell you about it and opine and you may... Um, speak up on the subject. I will. I'm looking forward to it. Let's, let's go do that. Okay. Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. <laughs> so we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it, es- it escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to, to not cheap. Oh. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support is always appreciated. So, what... Exactly is Patreon. It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. And Just our podcast? Any podcast or any <laughs> performer. But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So all you got to do is go to Patreon. Look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there. So head on over and send us some love. Yeah. Okay, so vertical retribution. Um, first of all, do you remember what happened in, oh my God, the look on your face? I'm thinking, I'm thinking. In Numbers chapter 14. In Numbers chapter 14, it's, is this the one, were we just talking about Miriam and, or was that the time no, before? That was the time that was before. That the time before. Shit. Yeah. Man, I'm losing it. You're losing well, it. Well, I mean, I never had it, but I mean. No. Anyway, okay. No, I don't. So, Okay. I'm not talking about chapter 15, just 14. Okay, just okay. 14. Yeah. So in chapter 14, um, okay, just prior to that, remember they had sent 10 spies? Yes. Or 12 spies, I'm sorry. Right, right, right. And two, two of them were good and the other 10. The other 10 were liar faces. Yeah. Evil spies. I mean, you know. Poopy pantses. Right. I don't want to die with the hands of giants, but, you know, apparently right. the other two did. Well, here's the thing. Like, um... It's raining and stormy, <laughs> so the, the thunder <laughs> is thunder. shaking our it, house. Like, it, just as we said that, it thundered really loud, and <laughs> we're like, oh, God wants us to fight giants. No, oh, I'm not no? fighting no giant. Okay. Here's the thing, though. Um, God had already told that, uh, according to the Bible, 
Okay. Yeah. Not according to me because right. I don't give a shit. Right. Okay. But in the Bible, God had already told these people, okay, um, you guys can go in and it's going to be good. It's going to be fine. Just trust me. Wait, God did tell them that? Yeah. Prior to all of this, right? Okay. And then the people were like, or Moses was like, oh, you know what? Let us send in some spies ahead. Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, though. But if Moses, so Moses didn't just trust God right exactly. off the bat. And that's where I'm going with this. That's bullshit. I know. This is where I'm going with this. Right, but like 10 people died because of this fucking scouting no, it, mission. Stop. It's okay. not just him. Just oh, my God. Okay. Can I finish? Yes, yes. Okay. So Moses didn't trust in the Lord. Okay, who had already said, it's going to be fine. Just trust me. And so Moses was like, so listen in some spies. And the people, each tribe chose a spy and were like, yeah, we are all on board with this. So the entire group of Israelites did not put their faith in God. Okay. Okay? So that was their first. Including Moses. Including Moses. So they were all fucked up right there. Okay. Right. So then they each each tribe chose a spy to send in, right? And so then when these guys got there where they were told it's going to be fucking fine because God got this. Right. Okay? Yeah. So when they got there and they saw giants, they were like, fuck this, I'm out. Right. Ten of I mean, them, right? I kind of would be too. Like you see some giants, you say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm out. Gonna, I'm going the other way. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like, okay, I read several different like rabbi notes on this which was like really interesting because apparently um there's a point later during which joshua he's the one of the good ones joshua and caleb were the good guys the the good spies was joshua the son of none yeah (laughs) he was yeah so he um he mentions later that the um the spiritual protection had been lifted or something like that. Like it equates to what, how the rabbis, some rabbis of the Jewish tradition interpret the Hebrew is to mean that either an angel of the Lord, God himself, or some other God of those people (laughs) were protecting those people, but that, the protect the spiritual protection was lifted. Wait, when was the spiritual protection lifted, and why? Uh, that's not that's not, not specified. No, that's not specified. <laughs> but when God told the Israelites, "I got this, you're fine." Yeah, He was telling them the spiritual protection that it was there is lifted, so you guys can do this. Okay. And they didn't trust in him, and so, um, you know when they when the spies went in. They were like, oh, fuck me, there's giants. Yeah. And then they came back and were like, dudes, we can't do this. Right. God right. lied. Yeah. <laughs> it's off. I mean, again, Joshua. if I saw giants, I'd not right. do it. Right. No, I totally agree. But Joshua and Caleb were like, well, first it was Caleb was just like, come on, you guys. It's, you know, God said we got this. So we got this. Right. Like some, I don't know how. I have faith in God and blah, blah, blah. Sure. And Joshua was like quiet or whatever. Or right, because no, it was just one of them that spoke up right. At I first. think it was Joshua that spoke up, and, and then, then in Caleb. The next chapter, he stood with them. Yeah, and that was and and he was he let all of the elders speak and like raise their fists, and then he was like, "Guys, guys, I don't think you understand. 
And he was like all calm and like whatever. And then the people were like, no, fuck you. We're going to stone you. Okay. Yeah. So there were like all of these multiple not trusting in the Lords, right? Which started like we thought it just started when they were like, uh, no, the 10 spies lied. And we thought that was the beginning of it. But the beginning of it actually was sending spies in the first place. Got it. Okay. So anyway, so all of that happened. And then um, God came down and was like, okay, excuse me. What the fuck? <laughs> and like, as soon as that happened, then um, Moses. Well, why did he wait until they came back to say, excuse me, what the fuck? Why didn't he say it as they were leaving and already breaking? He was giving them rope to hang themselves with. But why does he do that? Because that's the whole point. Like the whole point of them going through all of these trials and tribulations was that he was teaching them to be chosen people. Like he had already taken them out of Egypt. He had already gotten them organized and said, this is how I want y'all to organize yourselves. Like he had already done all of this stuff and trained them, put them through the fire and all this. They were supposed to be, by now they were supposed to be in faith of him. Okay. But my beef with this is that he gives detailed instructions on what the fuck you're supposed to burn for him. Right. And what you're supposed to build for him. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to what you're supposed to do for him, he's vague as fuck. Well, no. He said, we're going to go in tomorrow and we're going to do this and I got it. Just trust in me. You'll see. Okay. So... But generally speaking, he is vague as fuck. Sometimes he's vague as fuck, yeah. But when he gives, like, a direct order, at this point in the game, the people were supposed to be good followers because they have already been, like, honed, like a fine weapon or whatever, right? They've already been killed multiple times because they didn't fucking listen. But that's part of it. Like, why aren't they fucking listening by now? Don't they know that if they don't listen, they're going to die, right? (laughs) Right. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's that's the question I keep asking. I'm right. Like, it, it, like, how how real was this shit? Because they keep dying at the hands of fucking God, and then right. they, they're like, "Wait, I don't believe in God exactly." So, again, again. So, but that's like me and you keep going back and forth as we're reading this. Like, God, these people are dumb, and then we're like, "Oh, God's an asshole." I wouldn't believe him either. Like, we keep going back and forth because, to me, I think to you as well, both sides are dumb, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, the people are stupid. God's a dick. Like, both of those are indisputable. Definitely. So, um, when the people were about to stone Joshua and Caleb for speaking up, and Moses and Aaron were on the ground going, oh, no, this this is not going to go well. Right, right. So, they were already like, let us just hope that, you know, we don't get hit in the backlash. <laughs> like when that lightning strike comes down, yeah. we're just over here. Right. So when God does come down, he's like, okay, I hate you all. I'm going to kill you all. And Moses, I'm going to start over with you. And then Moses is like, but wait though. And so then Moses is like, if you kill all of them, then it's going to look like um, you couldn't do it. Right. So he like, he tries to like side talk like he manipulates god into not killing the people i guess it just this this whole thing like i get that because i like i mean that was part of the chapter right right like but as we were reading that and going through that i felt like 
this just cheapens God so much. It does, right? Because like, he's like, oh, you're right. Yeah. Like, I don't want the people to think that that I couldn't do it. So, yeah, you're right. I will let them live. Well, and moreover, some fucking mortal is sitting here telling you, hey, right? dude, you kind of sucked there. So, Can like, we not? Let's not. So, okay, here's where we get into vertical retribution. Okay. And apparently this was a thing even before Bible days. Like, in... People way before Bible days. Sure. Okay. What happened was when um, Moses interceded on the people's behalf, which really he was like pretending that he was helping God save face. But really what he was doing was trying to like save people, save the entire fucking race. Even though sometimes he killed them. Right. Because whatever. Yeah. It just <laughs> depends on the day. Yeah. Like, wait, no, I want to be in charge of killing them, <laughs> not you. So um, what happened was God's like, no, they have to they have to take the punishment. So then Moses was like, couldn't you maybe do that thing where you pass the punishment down to future generations instead of making them bear it? Is this it? like layaway punishment? It is. It's, it's also been referred to as kicking the can down the road punishment. Oh. And yeah. So, like, people are born with this weight of, of sin already on them that they know nothing about. But as long as you, like, toe the line and do all the good things and be an obedient steward of God, et cetera, et cetera, mm -hmm. you can beg to have your father's punishment kicked down to your child. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yay. And just, like... I can you know, it's almost worth it to just be a fucking sinful shithead because... So that you don't pass the punishment down, right? Except for then it probably kicks it down two more generations. Right, exactly. <laughs> but that's what vertical retribution is, is kicking the can down the road to future generations, hoping that it never catches up, because at least you won't be around to see it. That's... It's so that's shitty. Just, that's, that's a way to make people guilty before they ever have guilt. Well, That's a way to make them feel like their shame... That feel shame upon learning that they should have shame. With with the psychology that we have now, yes, that is true. The original intent was to build strong clan bonds because you understood that if you stepped out of line, it's not just you that's getting punished. It's your children and your children's children. And it makes you try that much harder to do right and good. Like, I, I'm not talking about just the Christian faith, and I'm not just talking about this particular piece of shit God. Right. I'm talking about before that, in earlier times, when, you know, surviving as a clan or tribe was essential. These people God. had to have a reason to, like, societal bond wasn't strong enough. Got it. They had to have a reason to keep their shit straight. And it was the fear of their children bearing their, bearing the guilt of their sins kept them. So, so their fear kept them in line as well as teaching mm -hmm. their children to stay in line so exactly. that they also did not end up bearing this weight. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, it, it served a purpose early on before, you know, we had books, newspapers, and the internet to tell other people how to behave. It was very dependent on these extremely small well, families. Mean, this this kind of goes in line with the way we've always thought that the Bible, I mean, we know this. The Bible right. is, and religion is, a law before laws. Right, exactly. You know, like it was a way to... Get society to behave. Yeah, 
Yeah, and that that's really essentially what it all boils down right. to, I think. Right. I just I found this one particularly interesting because the way we looked at it as reading it was like that's not fair. And we're totally right from today's perspective. Like I think it's completely unfair that our child would have to suffer for anything that we did wrong. That's not fair. But our child has the um the movement, what's that called? Like the personhood the I don't, <laughs> I don't know i know there's a word that i'm trying to think of and i'll think of it like three Later o'clock in the morning done, yeah. yeah yeah but our our children have the ability to stand up for their own selves right and this was not the case necessarily in those very very early days when society was such a loose thing and people depended on each other for life i mean you depended on your neighbor to not rape your daughters and to bring you water or whatever right so you whereas now you can move out and make your way in california or whatever yeah yeah like you can go anywhere and if somebody is a shit you can either punch them or go to jail or take them to court or like you have any number of recourse that is not going to make you homeless the next day hypothetically right Right. I mean, we all know also that that is not necessarily true, but it's not going to be because of what your parents did. Right. You have choices. These people did not. Sure. Yeah. So. Did we have, was that it for that chapter or what? Uh... Um, That was really all. I was just reading a lot about it because I just found it really interesting from a <clears throat> history and psychology um, perspective that it like changed my way of looking at this. Got it. Got because it. I I just hate it, you know. And did we have any information about fifteen or just fuck fifteen? Fuck fifteen. Okay. I never got there. <laughs> Honestly, I never got there. Well, it was so- the vertical retribution thing was like so interesting because you know me, like I love something that teaches me a new perspective. I love something that makes me expand beyond my own firm grasp of what I know of something and, and be like, Whoa, okay. This turned what I knew on its head or what I thought on its head. And I just, I got so fascinated. I was just reading all about that. Well, and I'll admit I've been like, I've had a big weekend at work and I've done nothing to prepare for this at all. So it was all on you. So I know. Thank you for preparing. Thank you for having something. Well, I'm sorry. I waited till the last minute, but um, today was my mom's last day of radiation treatment for Yay. breast cancer. So, you know, that happened. Yep. Nope. And that was exciting. We had things going on, but, yep. you know, we had some information too. So yeah. hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Yeah. I, I hope that um, you found vertical retribution um, enlightening. Yeah, I was trying to think of something funny <laughs> to say there, but I couldn't come up with anything. So I mean, it still sucks. Let's, well, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, well, oh, that's what I was I was going to say earlier. We were talking about the vertical rec- retribution, and it it somewhat feels like the like the way God punishes people feels a little bit like the way, um, you know, when the teacher punishes the whole class, right, for something they did wrong. Yeah, and, and then like, that one kid was in the back not doing anything, yeah. and they were just reading, but they have to write the sentences so too. I get that it holds society together, but at the same time, it's, it's lazy it's complete bullshit. It's lazy. Yeah, and it especially makes especially if you're an all knowing, all powerful God. Yeah, you you know who fucking you know. wronged you. Yeah, 
So yeah. why are you punishing all the generations in the like? That's well, bullshit. and then and then it gets into like the whole Jesus thing is supposedly um, the buck stops here. Like yeah. you're kicking the can down the road, and then Jesus picks the can up and and says, "We're not passing down punishments anymore. I'm taking them all." But then it's like, so we just don't. Everybody just gets to be rapey, and there's no punishment <laughs> now, huh? Right, right. As long as they kind stay. of defeats the whole purpose of. Uh, <laughs> The laws they were trying right? to implement, right? Right. So, I don't know. I think it did kind of serve a purpose now that it did serve a societal purpose that we are now lacking, even though I would not want my child to have to pay the price for anything I did. I now understand that there they were... They had reasons for there it. There were reasons for it that actually made sense. In, that those, I, in those times. In those times that I actually approve of, even. Somewhat. For those times. For those times. Right. All right. Well, cool. Cool, cool. cool. Yeah. Okay. I guess uh, we're, we're going to call this then? We're going to call it. All right. Let's call it then. Go! So that ends this week's Q&A. If you have questions, answers, or comments, please email them to us by next Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern, to be included in next Tuesday's Q&A episode. Awesome. See ya. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.